0: That's a much more laid-back uh, jingle I thought I'd do this week.
1: It is, but its um, it sounds like Here Comes the Bride, but on the
0: beach. No, no, you always say that. It does not <laughs> sound does. like Here Comes the Bride. <laughs>
1: but it does. It's like one of those, like, yeah. anyway.
0: I thought I'd ease us into this episode because this episode is all about how you keep your motivation going and... Uh, as a small brand owner sometimes it's just you in an office maybe working from home um, and coming into the office every morning and trying to come up with new ideas dealing with all the issues that a small business have has and you and i katarina also have the kids at home so how do we do that Uh, yours are younger than mine but um you know how how do you organize your day how do you motivate yourself and what are the tricks and tips that perhaps we could give other people who are thinking about operating a small brand from home or or, or or starting? So over to you, Katerina. Reveal your secrets.
1: Exactly. Because I am super organized every day. I wake up at 3.30 and I do some yoga. And then I, I do two hours of French in the morning. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I tend to wake up early and that's just because I need some silence before everyone else wakes up. Uh, so that's just, that has nothing to do with the business, but I think a big mistake I made when I started, and I think I'm not in this one is that I was basically, Oh, right. I'm going to start my own company. And so, and you, and you think to yourself, I have loads of time. And then you start booking in, lunches with other friends who kind of either are also entrepreneurs or they're on uh, maternity leave or something. So so you kind of tend, to, suddenly you book up all your time with things that has nothing to do with your business. And I think that's very easy, easily done when you start, because you suddenly, if you've gone, if you had a nine, nine to five job in an office, you're kind of bound to that. And suddenly you have all this freedom Um and in the beginning, I think it's very easy to kind of think, oh, no, but I'm just going to do that. And oh, no. And, and then after you realize after a while that, OK, so four weeks has gone now and I've done nothing. That's something I did in the beginning.
0: Yeah, the the, the passage of time is 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 amazing, isn't it? How you you set yourself a, a sort of goal or whatever. And then suddenly you think, oh, I've got four weeks to do that. And before you know it, it's three days away. Um, and that happens all the time. So Katarina take me through an a uh, sort of average day for you um you know what time do you get up um what, you know what do you do how do you organize your day um how does it go for you
1: Sure so so what do I do I I actually this is unheard of because I'm not a morning per- person really but I I tend to wake up early I wake up maybe even I mean if if I've had a good night's sleep and there haven't been massive thunderstorms or something else going on in Chicago um, I actually get up around five thirty or five fifteen or even sometimes um and the reason I do that, as i said i kinda need I need my coffee and I need some kind of silence before I need to to do everything else so basically, I have this say forty five minutes just in peace and quiet, and then I tend to just get the kids ready so i I make the lunches and the whole thing kind of starts. So, so really, once the kids, my day really doesn't start until the kids are out of the door. Uh, my husband takes them to to um, to school. So once they're out, I can kind of start focusing on the business or, or other things. But I actually, I tend to, I tend to exercise every morning. I mean, this is one of those things. It sounds like it's it's something out of a magazine, but it actually helps. I think in general for me, I think it's a very good thing to do each day to kind of get out of the PJ slash mommy mode and kind of get into a different mindset to have that bridge. Uh and then I I kind of get going and it, it all depends. I I've noticed with myself if I don't have discipline I tend to end up just randomly checking the analytics of of the website and um Pinterest. I started Pinterest now. So now I'm obsessed with, you know, how many views I have on Pinterest. So I tend to, I check all of those things. And if you're not careful, you get stuck in that, I think. You kind of tend to think you're working, but you're just like updating the your Google Analytics or whatever. So I think that kind of, so I've learned that, that you need I need to have the discipline to maybe check them, but then say, okay, right. So now I actually have to get on with things. And then I have a list. I always have a list of things. So it's in, in black and white, what I need to do. And that is very good because that kind of drags my my mind as well and prevents it from drifting and doing other things. That's kind of how I I uh, I tend to to do it. And also I think now I'm more and more kind of set actually setting deadlines for myself, which I haven't done at all before. But I think it, that's helpful to get away from the fact that, oh, a month has gone and I haven't done anything. So really kind of hold myself accountable somehow. I'm not really sure how I do it, but that's what I'm trying to do now. To be a bit more disciplined in that so thinking that it's a real job i that's how i kind of deal with it because otherwise i just drift away um you know doing stuff instagram or the daily show whatever
0: (laughs) you know yeah instagram's a great time waster
1: yeah it is you need to be active on social media but there's a limit to when it's when it's it's for your your business and when it goes and it Come, become something else and I think you have to catch yourself before you you know you just get lost in in what Kylie Jenner is doing or whatever
0: so and how do you keep your motivation up in the day um you know sometimes you do go into the office and uh, you've maybe not slept very well or you know kids not been very well or you know there's other stuff takes over how do you how do you manage your time when other things take over, like in the school holidays and things like that?
1: Well, like this year, which is the first year ever, we actually have, I have an au pair that helps me, which is amazing. So she can kind of, you know, she can take the kids to activities and stuff.
0: And on, on average, what, 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 because my difficulty is, is getting a long stretch of work in. So I'm constantly being interrupted um that's that's the biggest distraction in the day there's emails coming in there's texts coming in there's messages there's messages not only on instagram but there's messages on twitter there's messages on facebook um if you don't reply to people within a certain time you get penalized on facebook um uh, people think you're ignoring them then of course you've got all the emails coming in from customers uh you've got orders to prepare you've got uh, your retailers questions um What? How do you? How do you make sure you have a significant stretch of time to deal with certain things?
1: But I think that's that's the thing, right? Because you have so many so many things going on that you. This is where the list comes in, and the list is not written in stone. Also, it changes. So, so you have a a base of what you need to do, but then there are things that come in that are urgent, and I think there's a priority there. Like if there's customers. Who has a question or an order that comes in or whatever, customers, sales related. I think that has always takes priority because at the end of the day, you're a business and you know every sale is important and every customer matters. So you have that's the. I I think that that kind of if if that comes in, I I drop everything else. I'm not saying like immediately, but I kind of prioritize that and attend to that as soon as possible. And then when it, I try to. Um, group them as well. So if there are things that has to do with suppliers or retailers, then I tend to try to do them all in one go. So I'm kind of in a mindset, right, I'm working with suppliers now. And then I'm like, I have a break. And then I go back and I'm like, okay, now I have to do the retail stuff, for example. I try to group them more rather than just doing one thing and then jumping to the next thing and so on. Um,
0: Yeah, I agree. That's a very useful tactic to take. Um, I actually put my phone onto flight mode because yeah. otherwise things are pinging in, the phones are ringing, you you you're constantly being interrupted, and at the end you've you've done twenty percent of ten tasks instead of completing three. Exactly, uh,
1: I think that's the trick, right? To it's better to complete three tasks in a day than have done twenty or fifteen percent of ten tasks. Um, so I think that's kind of what I. Tr- I'm aiming at and and as you say if you actually if you have because I tend to see like social media is a job but at the end of the day also as I said you can get lost so I think it's also important to kind of I see it as okay social media is one thing but then I have actual work you know like actual work like writing an article or formulating or you know, actually talking to someone on the phone like that's there's two different buckets buckets in what some and
0: and how do you use technology to help you? Do you have any apps that you use? Do you um, do you have wall charts? Do you have a diary? Is it electronic? Is it paper? How do you manage that side of things?
1: You know what? I am God. I am so old school. I I use Excel for almost anything. I'm. I mean, yes. I know there are apps, and I used to have apps where those types of, you know, to-do list apps, and they they kind of had all these fancy ways of categorizing tasks. And but at the end of the day, you don't need it. For me, you don't need it. For me, I can have an Excel sheet, and I can just write down the tasks, and then if I need to, I can just put the deadline there in the next column or something, and that works for me because I think. you can also get lost in trying to, I was, and I've seen this in my previous job when I was actually working in an office. Like some people tend to just plan and organize tasks and they can spend literally months of doing that before they get any work done. So I also think it's like simplify all those things. I mean, I'm sure there, there are stuff. And as I said, in some cases, I'm a technical T-Rex. I'm aware of that. But at the end of the day, whatever works, I think, um, and then you go from there.
0: I'm quite similar to you. I get up early, um, I get up at five and, uh, again, like you, I do a bit of exercise and I gather my thoughts and I print off overnight orders and I sort of get set for the day. I walk the dogs and then by seven o'clock, um, I'm, I'm ready to, uh, take kids to school. Um, and then I can be back in the office for eight thirty. but I do use a lot of apps. Um, Uh, I obviously I've got all the social media apps on my phone. I'm a subscriber to Adobe Cloud and I do use uh, an old fashioned diary, a paper diary, and I write only in pencil because things are cancelled and changed all the time. And I find it so much easier just to open the diary and flick through pages and you have a much better understanding of your your weeks to come. Um, I can't get to grips with a digital diary. It just doesn't make sense to me visually. Um, and I have a to-do app. It's called Clear. Uh, and it's a very straightforward to-do app. And and I love it. It's brilliant. And I use it all the time for everything. I tend to do work in the evening, but only um, like accounting or things that don't need creative thinking. Because uh, I'm not great in the evening, I have to do fairly mundane tasks.
1: That's funny, actually. When I'm tired, that's when I start brainstorming of stuff. I start brainstorming on social what I'm going to post on social media and stuff. If I work late, that's I because um, I don't know. I think that's just I maybe I have a better flow when I'm tired, <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I mean, you yes, exactly that. Maybe when you're when the brain shuts down, it allows other thoughts in.
1: Yeah. But I think bottom line is, it's like, you have to, I mean, there's so many, especially here in the States, I see all these coaches, business coaches, and they're like, oh, you have to do this and you have to do that. Then you use these apps and you have to, if you do this, you're going to be super efficient and successful, yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, I just think whatever works for you, I think that's the trick. That is like, if, if. You want to, to use a gazillion apps to organize yourself? That's fine. Do that. If if you just want to do a paper calendar, do that. I think it's just ignore what people are saying. Just find something that works, um, whatever, you know, business slash life situation you have, and then d- do that, do that. Because um, if you're trying to, you know, adapt to what the experts uh, say, you won't um i i think that was going kind to of work you know because you need to find your own this is when, especially when you work alone you need to find your own rhythm and your own way of of kind of <clears throat> as long as things get done i think that's the key you have to like constantly make sure that things get done but if that happens then it doesn't matter if you, you
0: know. yeah i agree you've got to you've got to to get things done and a lot of those american guys are really interesting and um But it's all about motivation. If you're already sort of motivated and you're already running a business and it's and you don't really need that, then I don't find them massively helpful. You know, one of them talks about a bedtime routine and he has, you know, different baths and meditates and all that sort of stuff. Well, that that doesn't work for me. You know, I get into bed. My head hits the pillow. I'm asleep. I don't need to wind down or chill out. I don't have any of that. and uh so so you can find yourself watching too many of those videos i think i think you know you can spend two months watching that and getting all excited and motivated uh whereas actually if you just started on day one you would have been two months down the line by then um you know and and it, it some people get it helps i'm sure but but just be aware that you can read loads of books about starting a business or, or getting on and you can watch endless videos and you could find yourself, that's all you're doing. Um, whereas, whereas actually if you just start, then um, you know, you'll save yourself a lot of time and money.
1: Yeah. And I think actually one, I would say one book, if I would say one book that people should read when they start, The Lean Startup. Can't remember the author now, but it's, if you Google lean startup, you will find it. Bottom line is it's a, it's a method of how you approach a startup, how you, you, and and what they say in the, in the book, which I think is very important is that at the end of the day, you don't want to, you're not aiming to have massive sales or you're not aiming to have the perfect product your aim as an entrepreneur should be to have a sustainable business that is profitable and i think that is very that's very different to doing massive sales or having a the perfect product and bottom line with that book i mean it's a well-known um method now it's basically that you you have an idea and you you get something to the market as soon as possible it doesn't have to be perfect um it doesn't have to be um you know so don't spend too much time on the perfect packaging if we're not talking about product wise obviously do the testing as we always say but you know you don't have to it doesn't have to be you know if it's if it's a shade a or shade b of green doesn't matter just get something out there. Because once it's out in the market, that's when you get the real feedback. You can do as many surveys and focus groups and so on beforehand, but you will never get the real actual information you need. You have to launch something, put it out there. And then what's important to say is, okay, did this work? So imagine it's like you're standing there and you you have a path. You can go left or right and you choose, okay, we're going to go right. You go right and you walk you, you walk that path path for say a hundred meters and then say, right, are we on the right track? And they might say, Yes, we are, because the customer seems to like it, but we have to change XYZ. Right. Okay, so we continue on this path, but we deviate slightly. Or you can be in, in the same position and say, Okay, are we on the right path? And and then you have to be very honest with yourself and saying, No, actually. The product isn't working it we're not getting the feedback we thought it would be it's not received you know the customers aren't receiving it in in the way we expected it to so now we have to we're not going to go back to where we started from but we we have to go left we're doing a sharp left now I'm going to try something else and that's the key to be very very agile in what you do so be brave enough to put something out there that is not it's it's a skeleton of what you want really and then get feedback, and then based on that feedback, you make a new decision. And that's kind of how you have to work.
0: Yeah, every iteration is an improvement. It's by Eric Rise, the uh, the Lean Startup, the book. Yeah, and that's really good advice.
1: It's a it's a good method, but it's very hard. I mean, especially, uh, and I've made this. You know, you d- you make your products, and they're you love them and you know you everything you put your heart and soul into something and you you hit the market and people aren't buying it what do you do you have to be honest you have to be able to then say okay we have to do something different or we you know so that that's the tricky part but if you manage that it do that quick that that's the uh i have to you have to be very very quick in that decisions and brave enough to make that decision quickly and not wait long, try and try and try again on the same path. I have made that mistake a lot actually. To just go down one route which wasn't really working, and then eventually you you, you pivot, but you pivot. Uh, maybe you could have saved yourself time and money if you pivoted earlier. So
0: Yeah, I, I think I think they I think we've all done it, but the, the important lesson there is just to get something out there. I think the book that I would recommend is. How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. It's uh it's a massive book, but uh very interesting and um just just enlightening. Um other series of books that I would recommend if you're stuck in a bit of a rut and and, and need a little bit of um sort of thinking, broader thinking, it are books by uh, Dave Trott, who is a, a marketing guy who's been there, done that. And he, he's great for very straight talking, keeping things simple and and hitting the mark every time. So if you're looking for inspiration about marketing and getting your message out there, Dave Trott's book's great. And, and for starting and getting a bigger picture is Dale Garniki and um, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Brilliant
1: yeah and then speaking of friends, I think that's you know if you go back to how so what do you do? you put your your products on there and you know now you have to sell and you know you imagine you're gonna sell millions of products and you're not selling very many in the beginning, and how do you keep it up then especially if you're you're on your own and i think i I think actually you have to also get out there like um either if it's networking events or find like a few people who you can collaborate with in 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 different ways, either if it's the same industry or they're doing different things. And I think that is very key too, to kind of have a um, selected few that you can always be be open and honest with. And to, um, you know, even if it's just like going out for a coffee somewhere to get you out of the house and kind of break whatever if you're, you know, sitting in your home office and, and things aren't working. Like really have a few people that can kind of um, push you when, when you need to be pushed and people who are also honest with their mistakes, I think. And, you know, cause it's always nice if you've done some a big massive failure, not failure, but you know um, we all done that, that, and, and, you know, if you tell that to other people and they can tell you their story and then, you know, you feel better. So,
0: Yes, exactly that. Exactly that. So that's, that's good. That I think that's a good a good sort of roundup of, of our days, what we do, um, useful apps, books to read, um, videos to watch, people to 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 do, um, you know, to get you a bit more motivated. Um, I think the upshot of it is um get up a bit early, do a bit of exercise and uh, just start, just send that email, pick up that phone, contact that person. Um uh, just just get it underway um
1: yeah and i think actually i think a lot of this and i know it with myself but um this whole tr- thing initially you start booking meetings and you have feel this freedom but let's face it and be honest it's very scary to start a business it's very difficult and it's anyone who tries is i think is very brave um so I think it's it's easy also to to kind of, as we're saying, get stuck in those books or those like motivation or whatever. But I think a part of that is fear. And I think if you recognize the fact that it, it is difficult and you're kind of in the unknown completely, then, you know, just kind of acknowledging that it it is a bit scary, then it's easier also to send that email or t- kind of get over yourself and start doing things. So.
0: Exactly. I would say. All right, katerina Well listen, I think we've given everyone a good insight into um keeping motivated and sort of day to day life of having a family and a small beauty business. Um have you got anything exciting coming up in the next few weeks? You said you were developing your new mini brand.
1: Yeah, I am. I, I'm really happy with it, actually. <laughs> um, I can't
0: wait to see it.
1: Yeah, it's it's gonna be um so I've done I've, I've done them now. So I've been formulating a lot this week. Uh, so yeah, I'm really happy how they turned out. Um, actually, so it's going to be more of a spa product this one. But yeah, obviously I need to make sure they they're stable now. But it looks like I think they're going to be stable. And um, yeah, I've read up about nail polish this week, which drove me crazy. I mean, we've talked about this so many times, but it but it's it's. Um, again you know it, it was so obvious to me that um these say natural nail polish brands all of them are putting out lists of toxic ingredients uh and, you know the 10 top 10 toxic ingredients and we don't have these the 10 free from and all of that funny thing is though that these lists are all different there is no official list <laughs> so they are all different ingredients on these 10 uh, on the Ten free um, nail, free nail polish uh, which I found quite amusing and all of them I mean of course there were one ingredient that were on every list and that was parabens and um, as I texted to you just to make you do a sanity check and I'm, I thought to myself well you probably don't need preservatives in nail polish because um, there's so many other things there that will prevent things from growing
0: so of course I'm, and you sent something else saying that, you know, there is no legislation against I can't remember what the ingredient was against this ingredient. And it took you a couple of minutes just to look it up. And there it was in black and white. in one of the annexes in the cosmetics regulation 2009, you know, banned ingredient. Yeah, very clearly. Yeah, very clearly. And, and I thought, well, I'm going to have a look as well. And I've got the regulations on my desk. I just flicked through it. It took me about 65 seconds and you think, God, these people, they don't actually bother to check. And it's so easy to check. It takes, you know, it takes a couple of minutes. Um, and that's just very embarrassing for the person who wrote that.
1: Yeah, and also d- just to to look at them, um, but companies make a sales argument of saying, Oh, we're paraben-free or we are. Anyway, it doesn't matter the ingredient, but it's like, oh, we don't contain this, we don't because it's like I I could go out and say, my moisturizers they're mercury and lead free you know Yeah, it's exactly the same thing
0: yeah it's like what are you going to do you're going to list everything on the planet saying this is not in our product it's it doesn't make any sense it's completely illogical it's what's not in your product is not important it's what's in your product that's important um you, you know I, I don't have bin bags in my products but i don't put free from bin bags on it um yeah exactly it it, it it it's sort of weird uh, and i think the people who do it either um i well i don't know you know my opinions on this
1: yeah that's what happens people go in and they they google this so it, again people see something that is you know and they don't understand the difference between massive amounts of this compared to just like well what you get if you put use it on nail polish
0: maybe we should do so. something about nail polish next week
1: yeah I, I've never formulated nail polish. It's a different, right. it's a different beast altogether. Right. But yeah, we can talk about it.
0: Th- that's entirely true.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Katerina, we've done well this week. We've talked about what we intended to. Yeah. I think we've given some helpful tips.
1: Exactly. We've ranted and, about uh, nail
0: polish. Um, and uh, we appeared on the uh, another podcast, which I think is going to be published this week. So we'll get that up on a link. Um, oh,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: Perfect. All right, Katarina, well, let's catch up next week. Yeah,
1: let's do that. Bye.